are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the chain. chain. Hi, we are your hosts, Sarah Shower and Kendall Landreth. And this is the BCC Club, where each week we talk about the weirdest parts of the internet. Who do we have on the podcast today, Kendall? Well, we have the most incredible oh, Morgan Absher of Two Hot Takes. Yes. That, oh, you got it. Right? You crushed it. I was like, a lot of people struggle, so you did did good. I was like, she just said it to me, and I was saying (laughs) it so slowly. (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. We're super excited because today's topic is Reddit, specifically, "Am I the asshole?" Morgan is an "Am I the asshole?" subreddit. God, uh, we do have some examples of the subreddit, so we're really hoping that Morgan is super great at pretending like she's never heard it before. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so excited because I always listen to the Am I the Asshole? I assume it's you yeah. reading them. Some of them, I think yeah. it probably is because when you were talking, I was like, this does feel crazy because you're the person who voices over like when people the are slime. scooping like slime or yeah. they're scooping cement out of buckets, it's always like your voice. It's very calming. The most I get recognized is by my voice. Yeah. Like it's so it's so weird. They're like, why do you sound so familiar? Oh my god, you're the Am I the Asshole girl? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's it's that's not Morgan, it's just Am I the Asshole girl? Mm-hmm. Have and you ever um so like on TikTok that you like said the slime and like the cement videos? Yeah. Have you ever I know you post your clips online, have you ever just gone ahead and like split the screen and made it your face and then added your own slime video? I'm going to. I'm actually <laughs> yeah. going to. That I, would like, be so funny. Well, I made a joke about it and I think like I mean, as a creator, like you can definitely mm. relate where like people will just like take the audio and then like post it as their own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't care if you use the audio, but like, just give me the credit, make it link back to my page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to sabotage all of them. I'm going to one up. Not only am I going to have the stories, I'm going to have the slime. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm yeah. going to have <laughs> the ASMR. Yeah. The Whatever cigarettes in the pipe with the cement over it. I'm going to start learning how to make rings. Yeah. The ring making videos. <laughs> yes. I, what are those? I've never heard of that. Oh my God. I got influenced so hard. I actually ordered one. So they'll take my sound and then they'll like have their little machine where they weld the ring and mm-hmm. solder it and put the stones in. And I'm that sounds incredible. I'm a victim of um, QVC and yeah, all things Instagram marketing and none of them work. They're all bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel bad. like as millennials, we buy stuff off, off Instagram. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I okay. buy a lot, especially now because 
you can just, I think I talked about this before, where now it's connected to my Apple Pay. Oh, it's so, so dangerous. So I can see something and I just press the link and then I just side click my phone and it literally purchases it and sends it to my house. It it's takes too easy. Half a second. Mm-hmm. And I've ordered, I just ordered a mushroom nightlight for my bathroom. Oh, oh my I've God. seen those. I saw that one too. It's honestly incredible. It's really cute. That one's worth it. It's really cute. I mean, it is truly pointless, yeah. but I am obsessed with it and it's incredible. But it was, I would have never purchased that. If they'd ever asked, like, okay, fill in your information, put in your credit card information, I would have never purchased it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't have to. Speaking of buying mushrooms this past week, Kendall, how was your week? Good. I'm sorry. I have something in my eye. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Kendall, I think you apologize too much. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Literally, My therapist says that a lot. You're so Canadian. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. Start. Okay. How was my week? Yes. <laughs> it was yes. good. It was good. I went to a Spotify party that I know you guys were mm-hmm. also at, mm-hmm. and Gwen Stefani performed. Yeah. And I was well. It was the best time of my Did life. Did you try shrooms for the first time? No. Oh, I thought that's the, the mushroom mush- nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have shrooms, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I, I was just like having the best time of my life, and I hesitate to share this because Michelle never hear this, but I, I was drunker than I probably have ever been, which I don't know how that happened because I really, mm-hmm. I did not drink more than I usually have. I don't, something was on those cocktails. Maybe I was just also really excited about Gwen Stefani. Gwen <laughs> Stefani is up on stage. I'm like a foot away from her. I feel like I'm in a fever dream. I turn and I look to my left. Rebecca Black is standing right next to me. Mm-hmm. And I did feel like I was oh on mushrooms. I did feel like <laughs> I was fully on mushrooms. That was an incredible experience. Yeah. We actually follow each other on Instagram. I love You her. and Rebecca Black? Yeah. I, I love s- that for you. I see her all the time at like gay, um, like stand up like shows. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. So I feel like I should just say hi, you know, Absolutely like should. after years of following each other, like, hey, Becca, I'm Sarah, yeah. you know, just finally introduce myself. Yeah. She, I mean, mm. I'm sure she seems so nice from oh, <laughs> standing yeah. next to her at Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> she was, uh, she seemed so nice. I, but it did feel crazy because I was like, I don't really think about Rebecca. Rebecca Black in my day-to-day life, but mm-hmm. I was like, I I think in my brain, because I don't really get starstruck ever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a person who gets starstruck. There's been very few people. Like, one time I saw this cast of Dance Moms, and I got pretty starstruck. One time I served Steve Martin at a restaurant, I got pretty starstruck. And last night, <laughs> with Rebecca Black, I was like, I'm pretty starstruck. <laughs> but it wasn't like Gwen Stefani on stage. You were just like, Rebecca Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, that's what really I, did it for you. Yeah. I think something about Rebecca Black, it's like, she's an icon of my time. Yeah. Like, that Friday was, was a bop. I mean, it was mm-hmm. such a huge thing, and then and then she transfer she transcended into my lesbian world as well. Yeah, continued to be an icon there, and I it was just wild. But I really did turn, and it was one of the only times in my life I've been like, I'm too drunk for this. Yeah, <laughs> Rebecca yeah. Black cannot be standing next to me right now. <laughs> did you also get drunk at the Spotify thing? Yeah, it was it's probably the worst tequila I've ever had, and so I just like I think I chugged a little just to like actually drink it, but three drinks and like hung over the next day I'm like why, why is this what turning 29 does to you you just can't drink anymore and then you get acid reflux the next day yeah just terrible getting old yeah Ugh. yeah tough oh, I had the all the mocktails on the menu oh the ginger one was so good it I was really good too. yeah I, yeah honestly, we tried them all all the mocktails and they were so good mocktails mm. are butter most of the time I didn't realize like when I went to the Spotify event I had my beta blockers in my backpack like in a pill bottle and they like searched your bag and he was like what's this and I was like beta blockers and he's like just really be careful I was like you think I want to like get fucked up on low blood pressure (laughs) 
Like I'm like, God, I'm so fatigued. I just need to lay down. It's also so funny the thought of a security guard not taking things away, but just like giving you a lecture. Yeah. Like you no. bring something so dangerous and he's like, okay, but I need to it's tell a you. A loaded handgun, only Be one careful. round in the sky. Okay. <laughs> there are people here who could get hurt. Be careful. Yeah. Was this the guy at the metal detector? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked at me, looked me up and down. He goes, make smart choices tonight. <laughs> I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah. Yesterday was his birthday. Really? He told me. He oh said, tomorrow's my, my birthday. Yeah. So, happy, so birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday, security man. Sarah mm-hmm. has a beta blocker with your name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a little bow on it. Time to get relaxed. <laughs> I'll take one. Yes. yes. Right now. <laughs> Speaking of people who are not relaxed, mm. we're going to be talking about Reddit today. Ooh. Specifically, the Am I the Asshole subreddit. But, Kendall, what is Reddit? Like, a little bit about it. Reddit is basically what I would picture as when I go to hell, it will just be me yeah. on Reddit yeah, in a Reddit thread where everyone talks about every single thing I've ever done. But what is Reddit really? Mm-hmm. Reddit is an American social news aggre- aggregation. Here we go. There's a sentence one. I'm sorry. We have dyslexia. <laughs> Same. Yeah. It's the okay. shit I've been saying backwards lately. Mm-hmm. My little brother has it. And I'm like, they missed it with me. No. <laughs> no. Um, aggregation? Mm-hmm. What is that? You're asking the wrong girl. <laughs> it's like... um. Like plants. No, that's no, what I was saying. no, that's agriculture. agriculture. Like, um, An accumulation? A social agri- yeah, like it's like where you collect things. Oh. We've said we should have someone on the podcast who just sits in the middle and like helps us with words. Webster like, Dick. Yeah, yeah. I need that too. Sound it out. Sound it out, Kendall. <laughs> Reddit is an American social news aggregation, content rating, and discussion website. Reddit was founded by Steve Huffman, Alexis Ohanian, and Aaron Schwartz, Schwartz in 2005. Condé Nast Publications acquired the site in October 2006. As of December 2022, Reddit ranks as the 20th. I'm so sorry. As of December 2022, Reddit ranks as the 20th most visited website in the world and the sixth most visited website in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's wild. And yeah, I think baby. Alexis Ohanian is married to Serena, Serena Williams. Williams. <gasps> I know their wow. little baby, so cute. Oh he's like, God. he's so sweet to her. It's oh, it's really sweet. They're adorable. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. I love love. Uh, Reddit is hailed as the front page of the internet, and the site's digital influence is powered by its informed, passionate, trend spotting, and engaged users. That's very flattering. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah passionate for sure. <laughs> yes. Reddit's mission is to help people discover places where they can be their true selves and empower our community to flourish. Wow, this is really a span, a span, a spin. Uh, Reddit has experienced <laughs> some challenges in terms of managing the topics that its community discusses. While the site aims to uphold the values of free speech, the Reddit community experienced some damage to its reputation after privacy scandals and the rise of some offensive subreddits <laughs> that encourage racism, misogyny, and other inappropriate beliefs or topics. But yes, this is how a, this is a rundown of how Reddit works. We do have some Am I the Asshole posts that we'd like to get to. So I feel like we're just giving yeah. a general overview of what's to be expected on Reddit. Yeah, b- before we mm-hmm. hop into the Am I the Assholes, before obviously you were involved in Am I the Assholes and, and involved, you're not writing them, but you never yeah. I mean? <laughs> you, you, you just dissociate <laughs> and you're like, what's the meanest thing I could do to my mom at her own wedding? Yes. Did you... Mm-hmm. Did either of you go on Reddit? Were you Reddit users? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Subreddit? You were on subreddits? Yeah. Incredible. If I have a <laughs> medical problem, I never go to Google. I type in, like, weird rash on my knees. Reddit. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. I want to see what, like, 
their take is because it's more like to the point and like personal firsthand views. Do you ever use Reddit for that? Like, yeah, I've used it for yeah. really weird stuff. Like my boyfriend is really into like ancient Greece and mm -hmm. like ancient Rome. And so I went on there and I found like coin subreddits. So it's like there's every niche under the sun. So mm -hmm. if you want like help fixing your car, you have a weird rash, you want to go ask <laughs> doctors, there's an ask doctor subreddit. Oh, wow. There's an ancient coins subreddit. So like I went on there and I'm like, hey, what coin would be great from the Londinium time period where Rome like ruled London, blah, blah, blah. And within 15 minutes, I had links to wow. coins. Oh, wow. Like so much thoughtful information. It's great. That's so nice. You yeah. Have two rashes on each knee? Um. Well, I mean, if... <laughs> Well, I mean, it, no, no, no. It's just an example. <laughs> All my rashes are above the waist. <laughs> no, but I know that there's the legal advice subreddit mm -hmm. where people like yeah. are uh, being sued or want to sue and then they can like type out their situation and then uh, lawyers in their free time will go through or someone will be like, I'm not a lawyer, but, but you should sue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, then why are you commenting? But yes, this is how Reddit works. It's essentially a collection of forums where people can share news and content or comment on other people's posts. Users upvote or downvote posts, increasing or decreasing their visibility, and their number reflects the current sum of upvotes and downvotes. Um, you know, they can also upvote and downvote comments. Every account has a karma number tied to it. What is their karma number? Karma number is like how involved you are on Reddit, mm -hmm. how good your posts have been. Like if you go on someone's Am I the Asshole and you leave like a really good comment and it gets upvoted, all of that's good karma. Yeah. It makes you look good. Yeah. You're, su you're superior to the users that suck. Okay. I see. Okay. You can also get awards. You can get awards? I think my favorite thing is looking at like the posts that go really big yeah. and you see what awards they get. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're a disappointing piece of shit award like, yeah. because you were so brutal. Or there's like a wholesome award. Yeah. There's so many different awards oh. that it, it says a lot about the post just by seeing what awards they get. Do you get like something sent in the mail, like a, you know, like a YouTube plaque? I wish. Yeah. Of just like piece of shit oh, emoji and I then wish. your username? They sh honestly, for what I do for Reddit, they should give me some sort oh, of plaque. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Like what is Reddit? Do you have a Reddit rep? Um, I have a friend there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, his name is Dong. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, actually. Yeah, Dong and, um, oh my God, why am I forgetting her name? I have another one. Okay. Yeah, if you want one, I'll, I'll get you guys one. I feel like I would like to stay off of Reddit, but oh. yeah, yeah. I'm very much anonymous. I feel like, um, yeah, Twitter is my hell that I personally enjoy. Mm -hmm. Reddit is your hell that you personally enjoy. I love it. So mm -hmm. you are you viewed as like a god on Reddit? Like, no, Do you no. post and people are like, <laughs> no. She's here. No, no. I think people people only follow me and listen to my stuff because they like the Reddit stories. I talk about myself on my podcast and they yell at me. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is um this is the same thing. <laughs> Whenever we do like an intro of like how was our week, everyone's like skip to the what the topic is. And we're like all right, oh, Kendall's dealing with the death of her father, and I'm dealing with the rash in my knees. There's chapters on YouTube for a reason. Click the next one. Yeah. I tried to set that up. I'll teach you. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. So Reddit is broken up into more than a million communities known as subreddits, each of which covers a different topic. The name of the subreddit begins with r slash. For example, r slash NBA is a subreddit where people talk about the National Basketball Association, where r slash uh, board games is a subreddit for people to discuss board games. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Solid options. I would just post a picture of Monopoly with the caption, you like this? 
you like it, it yeah. would probably go viral yeah they'd be like all right i'll listen my favorite one that i my favorite reddit page is r slash uh, psychedelics Ooh. or like tripping on acid yeah. where it's literally like someone will post a picture of their hand with the caption holy shit and like because oh all the people God. who are posting it on it are like right. tripping on acid yeah. okay i need to follow this right now <laughs> it's that just like so a tree fun. and they're like you ever thought about that and you're like what oh, <laughs> no but yeah. everyone in the comments is like no i haven't <laughs> yes. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Mm -hmm. And so subreddits, uh, subreddits are managed by moderators, mods for short. They're volunteers who edit the appearance of a particular subreddit, uh, dictate what types of content are allowed in the sub, and even remove posts or content or ban users from the subreddit. On the subreddits I've ever been on, I do feel like the moderators take their job more seriously than anyone mm -hmm. I've ever seen take a job. Like they will be like, they remove so much and they're like, this is not verified. We're reaching out right now to authorities to make sure this yeah. is correct information. And I'm like, wow. So sometimes I will share a piece of information. My girlfriend will be like, where did you get that? I'm like, Reddit, but I'm positive it's true. Like mm -hmm. I am 100 and I'm sure it isn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I feel really trusting in these moderators. Do you have a moderator on Am I the Asshole? Like your um, hot, two hot takes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I started I started my own subreddit because I'm like, a lot of people on the podcast wanted advice or wanted to write in, but they didn't want to put it on like the big subreddits yeah and so started ours and now now people keep taking stories off my own subreddit for their voiceovers so i'm like ah yeah but yeah i have one moderator and then i have um, a google form that i need to go through and ha have more join is that where people just submit their am i the their asshole? application to oh. be my moderator of course yeah, yeah. it's like it's very to get on a big sub like am i the asshole i think it's like really intense yeah and those moderators definitely take their job yeah way too seriously and ruin my life most days because I'll see this amazing story and then of course go to try to find it and it's been removed and then there's other ways on the internet to try to get it but sometimes you can't mm -hmm. do you do they remove it because it's inappropriate or because they're like it isn't true um it could be an an abundance of reasons am I the asshole has a very strict rule guide so mm -hmm. if you go onto the first page wow. of the sub they're like rule number one must be truthful rule number three can't bully Rule mm -hmm. number seven, blah, blah, so. And you th do you think most Am I the Asshole stories are true? I believe that because I know what people have done in my real life and <laughs> it's crazier than anything I've ever read. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah. you know? I feel like a lot of, whenever there's like a popular like post that goes viral, a lot of the comments are like, this never happened. But just, yeah, thinking about like the crazy things that I've experienced in my life, like I dated a guy who didn't have a dryer so he would nail wet clothes to his wall. Like he would with a hammer and nails each time and he'd make new holes. And so like, I, I was like, hell? I this personally happened, but if I said that to someone they on like, a, a they'd be like, no, they'd that didn't happen. You. I'd be like, I have pictures, you know, like when your phone like creates like a montage, yeah, where it's just like, here's your 2015. And then it's like, ah, nah, 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 nah. and then just like, you know, a selfie and then holes in this guy's wall okay. where his like landlord is like asking for pictures of what the hell you did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you need to insert that on the YouTube video. Well, I mean, I will, yes, <laughs> I'll send it to Hannah. But I, I need to see it. I need to see it right now. It's and just I bet that landlord learned his lesson and got a dryer for that apartment. Yeah, like, it's never... his own fault. Yeah, that <laughs> my it is. Yeah. ex was stupid. I'll blame the landlord, and no matter what, mm -hmm. no matter what the situation, yep. it's all yeah, yeah. fault. That is true. Um, so redditors tend to talk in abbreviations. Some common abbreviations include OP, original poster, TIL, today I learned. I am slash, well, I am a slash AMA, ask me anything. So it's like you, hey guys, um, if Morgan were to go on two hot takes and she posts like, ask me anything, people would ask Morgan, what's your shoe size? 
you know, what's your address? Seven. Yes. To both. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Address and size is seven. Seven, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> There's the homepage, the front page. You can sort po- um, posts by best, hot, new, top, or rising. And Reddit is also governed by admins. So we're just going to run through some notable subreddits. The most viewed subreddits include r slash am I the asshole, where people, I don't know if we explain this, people go on there and they post a story of like what's happening in their personal life and they ask everyone, do I sound like the asshole in this situation? Mm -hmm. And then there's r slash ask Reddit, r slash world news. Um, So... Do you want to go into the history of r slash am I the asshole? I would love to. And I appreciate you saying that because I was, you're reading this and I kept trying to jump in to read and I was just scrolling up and down being like, (laughs) I have absolutely no idea where we're at. I'm so sorry. History on am I the asshole. On June 8th, 2013, the am I the asshole subreddit was created. AITA's goal was to provide users with an honest accounting of their behavior and actionable feedback on how to improve it. The subreddit was created by photographer and dog rescuer Mark Bullock. Is that how you say it? Do you know? I have no idea. That's not new to me. Mark Bullock, maybe. To determine whether he had been the asshole in a particular situation, Bullock asked whether he had been inappropriately mansplaining in a debate with a female coworker about the temperature of their office. The subreddit gained popularity in 2018. Okay, other users can judge posts with the ratings of YTA, you're the asshole, NTA, not the asshole, N-A-H, no asshole here. E-S-H, everyone sucks here. How often do you see uh, everyone sucks here? Uh, I'd say 15% of the time. Mm-hmm. And there's a new one that we talk about on my podcast. It's not on the official one yet, but you'll see it come up sometimes where it's justified asshole. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, that person definitely was being an asshole, but based on the situation, it's justified. Yeah. yeah. Do you so. have any justified asshole stories from your life? Oh, yeah. 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 Kendall? Oh, yeah. Do we have any examples off the top of the dome? <laughs> I absolutely cannot share, but I I do. I feel like I I will say I am. I hate confrontation, which I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, I will let people walk all over me in a way that is so alarming that if I've ever in my life been an asshole, I'm almost positive it's justified. Yeah. Like if I've ever snapped at someone or been like, had a bad phone call that was pretty yeah. intense. I'm like, what would make me bring me to that place mm-hmm. would be have to be so crazy that like they have to be in the wrong, which I yeah. know it's and yeah. usually I've thought it through, but I, I would rather even if someone was like, I killed your whole family, I would still be like the thought of calling them and confronting them makes me want to like throw up. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I'm going after them with a knife. Yeah, maybe that's a bad example. If someone killed my whole family. I probably, uh, probably it, not call them for in the first place. It, it'd come out. Yeah, I would you... be very mad. But they have to do something really bad. Yeah, I, I'm pretty non-confrontational. I um, my thing that comes to my mind is in college. You know, like when you share a laundry room, mm. and okay, so like there was this person who kept like every time I did laundry, they'd take the white clothes out and put them on the floor. I. Oh my and god. And so but that- they would use my time on the on the washer so I would take their clothes out and throw them away. Like I while had, they were like wet yes. cuz I was that's where I feel like that was a dick move but I also felt justified in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to see I would say that's very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Laundry people get mad in the laundry room. Yeah. Really piss me off cuz mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just like be patient. If you cuz I've gone up there and this is where I could work on it. Obviously, an hour too long to leave your clothes in the in the washer. Yeah. But I feel like people will be waiting for it to like turn to yeah. zero 
And then yeah. they're just taking your clothes out and putting them on a table. And I'm yeah. like, you have to chill out. You mm-hmm. have to chill out. That's why yeah. I always have to stay. If I do use like a laundromat. But I remember one time uh, when I lived in Virginia, the building that I lived in, they had the laundry in the basement. And I was doing laundry one time and this girl comes in in a bikini and she starts doing her laundry. And I'm like, I get it. Laundry day. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, what? And I was like, the bikini. And she's like, I just wear this. And I was like, what? Oh. I was like, I get that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just, do you feel like you're confrontational usually? Like, do you think there's moments you've been an asshole and you're like, oh, I was just an asshole? I think it's like very much accidental because the neurodivergency of yeah. where like um, a lot of people are trying to be mean to me. And so I like just ask them what they said back or like I say, I'm like, can I get this straight? And they're like, why are you being so rude? I'm like, this is what you just said to me. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, I love that. But I'm not like super. I mean, I'd have to when it comes to like friends, I'm not super confrontational. But if it's a stranger, I do not care. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Except with men. With men, I just, I'm too scared that they're going to punch me in the face that I'm like. In New York, I was much more, when I lived, I lived in New York for like six years and that gave me a lot of, a newer confidence. Like when I was in New York, I felt like I would yell at someone on the street Mm. if they like did something that pissed me off. And I would never do that in LA. But in New York, it just feels like that's what we all do. We all just scream at each other and flip each other off and that's normal and that's fine. And working at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. I think I had like a new Co- like, because I just dealt with so many terrible people constantly that yeah. I would be more comfortable being like, okay, then you can get out of my restaurant. But it was yeah. like a new, it was like a totally new personality. I was like, who is this? I've never been like this in my entire life. Yeah. yeah. The only person I've fought publicly recently <laughs> is. Just fought? Oh, no. These two girls. And you think about the girls' bathroom, and the girls' bathroom is usually so iconic for being friendly and, oh my God, let's be friends, follow each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you never talk to them again. You like each other's posts. Yeah. It's great. But. This one night, we were down in, like, Venice, Santa Monica area at this bar. And it was an Irish bar, so maybe people were just a little more unhinged that day. And these two girls were so mean. And they were, like, mocking everyone in the stalls, everyone talking. And I was just like, hey, like, can you guys stop? Like, you're actually kind of being bitches. Yeah. And they wanted to fight me. (gasps) Like, they started going at, and they're like, fuck you, you're a bitch. You blah, 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 you're so gross and fat and this and that. And I was like... I was like, you have a problem. Like, yeah. And yeah. then they're like, you have a problem. I'm like, no, you have a problem. We're just going back <laughs> and forth. And I'm like, I was honestly, I was scared though the rest of the night. I'm like, I hope I don't run into them again. And then they literally like, we went in the bar and they came up to me in the bar and started screaming at me in the bar too. I'm like, no, you guys are unhinged. Yeah. Unhinged. Unacceptable. It is disgusting. It's just like, this is not girl bathroom code. Yeah. What the hell? No. Yeah. So. Oh man. I hate that. Yeah. That's terrible. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. 
Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC. Let's get into some Am I the Asshole post to review, though. I'm so excited. I know. I'm I'm so excited. We're going to play God. Okay, so do we click? Do I just click? Just one? go. Yeah, the, the first link. One? I'm gonna. Can I read the first one and then you do the second one? Of course. Should I just like have it pulled up? Or no, you just read it. All right. Yeah. Great. So this one is a bit long. Am I the asshole for forcing out my roommates? Roommate and I lived together for four years prior to this. We were casual friends. We had different hobbies and interests, but would try to do something together about once a month, get dinner, see a movie, etc. Rumi is unlucky in love. In the four years we've been together, he's broken off two engagements. For one of these girls, I went pretty out of my way to get them together. Think lending large amounts of money and agreeing to vacate the premise a few nights. Anyway, it didn't work out. He paid me back all the money with the exception of about 60 bucks, which I shrugged off as water under the bridge. Finally, he gets his last girlfriend. I'm happy for him. Everything is great. Then he moves her in. He tells me that he's having a friend over for dinner one day, and I happily agree that she never goes, um, and then she never goes home. It's fine, they're in their honeymoon period, except two weeks go by and she's still here. At this point, I sit him down and say she can't live here. It's annoying and also violates our lease. He says that her apartment is old and not as clean as that he and not as clean and that he needs to take care of her. I say sucks to be her. That's the apartment she decided to rent. He says fine. So starting from that talk, she lives here, except she goes home at midnight and shows up at eight in the morning. Weekend, she stays over. I hate this. She monopolizes the bathroom in the morning. Her hair clogs the shower drain. They're using the kitchen and the shared living spaces all the time, including the TV. And every time I try to use any of the spaces, they stop cuddling, talking, slash whatever, and stare at me until I leave. I get so uncomfortable that I become a hermit in my room. One day I come home and she has five suitcases in our living room. Finally, after over two months of this, I tell him that I'm going to report him to our landlord. His response is to move out and find a subletter, which is also not allowed. I could report this, but I decide I don't care as long as his share of the rent keeps coming in. He also tries to take half my furniture on the way out, which I wouldn't have noticed if I hadn't come home early and found his friends carting off my table. Fast forward to today, who could have possibly seen this coming? This girl breaks up with him and now he wants to be friends again. I sent him a text saying that he's a shit friend for fucking me over for two months and we're through unless he apologizes. He responds saying that I'm immature, that adults understand that couples have different needs, that threatening to report him was way out of line and I was being a dick about it the whole time. He says I basically forced him to move out. He references my mother who is chronically ill and whom I sometimes drop everything to care for when she needs a hospital stay saying that if I needed to move her and to take care of me, he wouldn't have complained. This is completely hypothetical. I have literally never mentioned moving her in. And it was the same for his girlfriend because he needed to take care of her. I say, fuck you, and that's the last time we've spoken. Am I the asshole? Mm. No. Ooh. <laughs> I am torn on this one. I am, actually. Really? I am also, I'm also I, torn. I'm, I'm leaning towards not the asshole, but also, I just feel like everyone sucks. Like, yeah. he is so annoying. You couldn't have communicated to your friend a little better and, like, I'm going to report you to the landlord. Mm-hmm. Grow up. It's giving a little, like, I had a roommate who would, like, send, like, would never speak to us and would send an email, like, once every month. Oh. Basically, just a list of everything we were doing wrong. That's aggressive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where I was like, 
just tell me. It would be so normal to just be like, hey guys, can we do the dishes yeah. a little? Like when we do it, this is how I like things done. But it would be like, she was so fine. And then mm-hmm. it was like so intense. And I feel like it feels a little bit, I think I'm definitely more on his side. I think he yeah. didn't yeah. initially do anything wrong, but I think he didn't, it didn't seem like he communicated really oh, yeah. well, you know? No. I accidentally said that he's the asshole. I don't think he's the asshole at all. I think that really is annoying. Uh, my least favorite thing is like an uncomfortable living situation, especially like when you monopolize yeah. The living room, I understand that he should have communicated better, but like they should also be self-aware. I've definitely overstayed my welcome at like an ex's house, but I was very aware of the space I was taking up. Like if I were to do my makeup, it's not in the bathroom, it's in front of a mirror on in my partner's room or like I just I don't I know that I don't live there, so I wouldn't feel comfortable spreading out like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm very aware of like Am I using your space too much? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if OP were to get a partner, like maybe you would want your partner there the same amount of time and then it would yeah. be more yeah. even. But I think there's a conversation where it's like, hey, if she's going to be here all the time, she needs to start paying rent. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Like, yeah. Or like, you know what? We only have one bathroom and like sucks that she doesn't have the greatest place, but it would I would appreciate it if you would go over there some nights. Like yeah. there's got to be a better balance. Yeah. Honestly, my dad is the same way. My dad yeah. has a girlfriend. And I live at home still currently. 29, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> and his girlfriend lives in this place in LA that's like notorious for cockroaches and rats. Oof. So mm-hmm. she's had her apartment like exterminated probably six or seven times since I've known her in two years. Yeah. And he doesn't want to stay over there. So she comes over every night and stays at our place. And so I get like where you're like, I just want my own space. I just want a little bit of my own room. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to cook a meal in the kitchen and not have you guys in there trying to cook too. Yeah. But I think there was an easier way to have a conversation versus like, it sounds like you're a good friend. Yeah. And you burned the bridge and like, friend does suck. So not the asshole, but yeah, it just seems like really immature. Speaking of your dad and his girlfriend. Oh yeah, you met them. I did. Um, Morgan had her birthday party the other week and um, I... <laughs> Thank you. This was he was he's such a nice guy and so yeah, was she. Um, I asked to smoke and he your dad was like yeah just go out in the balcony but the balcony is through the kitchen and so like <laughs> I um, went to like go there and so I saw your dad and his girlfriend just like kissing and so I just every but like I so I was like oh you know what I'm gonna back up so I come back like five oh, minutes no. later and they are making out again and I was or like still. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I, I walked in, I was like, oh, sorry, again. So I just like kept going back out and they were still kissing in their house. Obviously they can do that. But like, I just like, I, I think they might've seen me a couple of times. Like, oh, are they still, you know? But I was they just- They probably t- later were like, friend Sarah is super creepy. Yeah. You're making no, out, we no. kept looking at My dad just- is the most unaware <laughs> dude. He wouldn't, he wouldn't even notice. Oh, thank God. I was, so I was, I was like, I know this is their house, so I'm not going to, but I just felt like you I was just, just kept showing by. up. Just- Oh no, it was the chair was like blocking the, so I would have had to climb over them as a couple. Oh yeah, and then I'd no. be the asshole. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, we'd all, everyone in it would be, where's the one that's like, nobody's an asshole? NTA. NTA, yeah. nobody's mm, the no. asshole. But we would see a post. Oh, N-A-H, sorry, yeah, no yeah. assholes here. Mm. We would see a post from mm-hmm. Morgan's dad, like, am I the asshole for asking my daughter's friend to stop climbing over me to smoke? <laughs> you know? You're safe, he doesn't yeah, know how yeah. to use Reddit. I um, think it's so hard. Once again, I'm very new to the Am I the Asshole post. But mm-hmm. I think I feel like it's always hard for me because obviously reading that, I am like, he's not the asshole. Yeah. But I'm also always like, but he's the one telling this story. You know what I mean? So I think mm. that's always so hard for me because I'm like, I feel like I have roommates in the past 
that would tell a story about like roommates that I look back and are like, well, they were crazy. Oh uh-huh. yeah. And then I, if they talked about me, I would be like, this is an insane way to explain these events. Yeah. I, yeah. I that's so not what happened. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I absolutely have that with one of my college roommates. She had a boyfriend senior year and they were inseparable. And it was one of those apartment buildings where they had like vents, like big metal vents like this yeah. that connected the room. So I heard everything. Yeah. I heard every single time they were intimate and just Yeah. <laughs> all all the time, just nonstop. Yeah. But they capitalized on everything. Like they would wake up at seven in the morning and cook together and then after classes they'd come home and watch Chop together and he lived there. It yeah. literally felt like this story, like he lived there. And I would be like, Okay, we have three other people here, like this is getting annoying. So my revenge was coming after the bar and we'd A bar at my place and be up at three AM. Mm-hmm. Just rowdy as yeah. fuck which for her she's getting up at you know seven eight to cook breakfast yeah ruined her life and we would get into screaming matches after like the bar and i had people there and people were like you guys are nuts how are you living together yeah so i'm like i'm like if alex were to talk about me like we're still friends now yeah but if she yeah. were to tell the story i'm like she would say i was a nightmare yeah and yeah. then in my version i'm like she was a nightmare yeah. yeah but there's just some friends that you cannot live with like oh great yeah. you can be the best of friends but roommates you'll be terrible yeah, yeah. and i always was because i grew up with a lot of siblings and then i in new york would have like 10 i feel like 10 roommates at a time you always yeah. had so many roommates mm-hmm. and sometimes there and i think what comes with having a lot of roommates is just like so much patience and so much like well nothing's gonna be perfect and i don't i cannot expect to have a silent house at midnight like yeah. there's just there's things I can't get when I have this many roommates and ever so often there'd be a roommate that just like pretty much wanted to live alone mm-hmm. but you had to be like you don't live alone you can't yeah. you can't make this yeah. perfect for yourself like all of us I'm sleeping in a twin bed next to someone and their boyfriend snores so loud and he's yeah. this close to my face and I have to hit him with my stuffed animal every 10 minutes yeah. so we'll stop snoring like it's not perfect you yeah. know you just have to like roll with it yeah mm-hmm. yeah what um is the top comment on that one? What like what did everyone else say? The top uh, comment is uh, good on you for having principles and sticking to them. If he can't even see where he stepped at a line, I say good riddance. Okay, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys are on track. Yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes I, I don't let the comments influence me, but it does like make me sometimes think about things I didn't consider, mm-hmm. like with these stories. So I'm always so intrigued. But yeah, like if you're initially like. He's the asshole, and then all the comments are like, think about it this way. You're like, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. yeah. They can whip your vote, like, yeah. sway it. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we do the next one? Yeah. Okay, I'll read this one. The, I accidentally locked my mother-in-law in the basement. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. I love mother-in-law Reddit. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole if I accidentally locked my mother-in-law in the basement for a while? We moved out of the house because my mother-in-law keeps on showing up uninvited. Now she's visited us for a week, and she's all up on our face all the time. My wife and I don't have time for each other anymore. Not at all, to be honest. So earlier today, she was in our basement trying to look for our old button-up shirt. Don't ask why. She thought it was in our basement of our house, miles away from hers. It was her old button-up shirt. I'm so Mm. sorry. (laughs) Um, She asked if I could join her down there in case she needs a hand. So I did. Helped in all. My wife was about to leave for work, so I went up to lock the front door. My mother-in-law slammed the basement door on me for not wanting to help her. The door got stuck. I'm now in the living room watching TV. She's asking to be let out. I think I'll let her stay there for a while. She's not senile. She's just about 50 years old. She can manage for a while. This person (laughs) is the asshole. Yeah. um, This is, like, abusive. 
Well, I mean, isn't <laughs> is it justified though? Is it justified, asshole? Is it considered kidnapping or like um, what's it called when you uh, you hostage? You lock someone in your house or like you don't let them leave? I think that's kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I mean, we. Uh, mother-in-law stories are always annoying and it is annoying that she's visited for a week but you can't just like sentence her to, to the basement no. you know Mm-mm. I do think maybe neither of them are the full out I think he might be uh, I don't know he, yeah, <laughs> dangerous he's, he's an asshole, asshole but he seems unacceptable I think the wife might be the villain in this that's literally stole the words out of my mouth uh-huh. the wife needs to set some boundaries with her mom Yeah, it's time this is ridiculous. You mm. couldn't get away from her, and then now she's at your house for a week? Yeah. And she lives in the same town? Yeah. Go home. Uh-huh. That's where I'm like, oh, I know he's the asshole, 100%. But I'm yeah. like, is it a little justified? Like, the mother-in-law is the one that slammed the door because mm-hmm. she was pouting because she, she wanted help finding oh, that's her button-up. So I'm like, you slammed the door. You're the one acting like a toddler. Like, I guess he could just be like, I didn't hear that. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't know you were locked <laughs> I know. Well, then it's like if you leave her down there for 45 minutes, okay, that's mm-hmm. a little crazy. But like maybe two minutes? <laughs> yeah. Let her just Let her just sweat a little. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe she won't want to stay at your house any longer, mm-hmm. yeah. which would be good. But the wife definitely needs to like grow a spine and yes. draw some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like that, especially on Reddit. I mean, there's this term called enmeshment where you Mm -hmm. just have an unhealthy relationship with your parents or a parent. Mm -hmm. And there's so much. And usually you see it on Reddit with moms and sons. Yeah. I mean, there's even a a, like a a subreddit called like toxic mother-in-law or just no mother-in-law. And it's full of stories about like moms. And you see it on TikTok, too, like boy mom TikTok, where it's like, there's one mom on there that's pretty popular and had a video recently where she was like, raising a son is like slowly falling out of love or slowly losing your partner. No, I saw this. It was like, I, it might be the same one where she was like, it's just like her walking, holding hands with her like three-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And she's like, someone once said, raising a son is the biggest heartbreak you'll ever go through. Heartbreak. And I'm like, or like the longest, like a yes. slow 18-year heartbreak. Yeah. And yes. I was like, man. Same one. Like, no, this is your child. This isn't your partner. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that and so there's a lot of enmeshed mom boy stories where mm-hmm. like am i the asshole for inviting my mom on our honeymoon yeah. and it's like are, are you yeah. really asking that you're out yeah. of your mind you think your mom belongs on your honeymoon mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. what it's crazy but these stories are always so hard too because i'm like if the mom told the story she could also also these are all assumptions i'm making but she could be like my daughter and her husband do not have their life together. So every single day I come over and I do all their laundry and I clean their house and I take care of their child. And then yeah. he locked me in a basement because he hates me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you know, it's always so hard to know. But he shouldn't, he shouldn't have locked her in a basement at the end of the day. You should never falsely imprison your mother-in-law unless <laughs> she's attacking you. It's a tale as old as time. Oh, we, yeah. We do have another Am I the Asshole? Why are they so, my God, this is long. All right, Am I the Asshole for having a... Better wedding than my sister-in-law. <laughs> I'm a casual Reddit browser, but I've never engaged the community before because I, whatever. I, 29 female <laughs> from a middle-class family and have an older, that's like when someone starts a TikTok off with, we've never seen them before. And they're like, sorry, I look like crap. And you're like, I don't know what you look like to begin with. So th- I, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
I, 29 female from a middle class family, have an older brother, 35 male. Let's call him Adrian. He is self, <laughs> he's a self-taught software engineer and makes pretty good money. A little over one year ago, he married his girlfriend, 28 female of six years. Let's call her Heather. She's not a bad person, but I think she's a little bit spoiled. She's the type that loves to brag about all the expensive stuff her husband bought her, and their wedding was pretty extravagant. She still loves to talk about how it was the most amazing wedding she's ever been to. My her brother own is wedding. I'm just clear. yes, <laughs> yeah, incredible. <laughs> My brother is kind of wrapped around her finger, finger, but it never really mattered until now. I met my fiancé, 36 male, about four years ago. It was a business event. He owns a decently sized and very successful company. So saying that, he is extremely wealthy. Since he grew up less than, he loves to spend his money on things him and his family could only dream about before. One of those, one of those things is, of course, our wedding. He wants to go all out and hired a somewhat well-known wedding planner to arrange everything. Honestly, I'm pretty excited. I never dreamed of such a luxury luxurious wedding but now that it's happening it feels like i'm living some wild dream i never even dared have like textbook fairy tale recently i was at a family gathering and was hanging out in the living room with my mom and heather doing girl talk my mom started asking me how the planning was going and when i told her about everything we were doing i could see heather go pale and then extremely red in the face she was quiet for the rest of the night the next day adrian called me and said that heather was extremely upset and felt like i was trying to one-up her wedding she said i was trying to upstage her be, uh, because I never expressed desire for a fancy wedding before. He asked uh, me if I could tone it down so it doesn't exceed the budget they had for their own wedding. I laughed because honestly I couldn't believe that what I was hearing and then I naturally said no. He sounded upset and hung up. A few hours later Heather calls and she starts yelling at me repeating mostly the same stuff saying she knew I was always jealous of her and I'm only with my fiance because he's rich and I want to rub it in her face. Yeah, that's why they fell in love. Um, that, <laughs> that made me snap, and I said, if you're that obsessed with money, maybe you should have married someone else instead of my brother. If anyone's jealous of someone, it's you. She screamed at me and started crying before hanging up. Now, Adrian is angry and calling me the asshole for insinuating she, wouldn't, she shouldn't have married him, and my parents think I was too harsh on her when I... No, she's always been material and are asking me to lower our wedding budget to appease her. I don't want to. My fiance definitely doesn't want to. But I don't know if that makes me an asshole or not. It doesn't no. make me no. an asshole. Yeah. She's not, not an asshole. Not the asshole at all. Yeah. Some people just live in a world that only revolves around them. Mm -hmm. And this person is so insecure. Like the other one. Yeah. yeah. Heather. Mm -hmm. And Adrian, the brother, like... 26 female. Yeah. So, <laughs> it makes me laugh when they so say that. So insecure. Yeah. And I don't think anyone, when they plan their wedding, they're not planning it for other people. They're planning it for themselves. Like, yeah. Heather, sweetie, you're not even a consideration in this. Yeah. No. It's not to one-up you. It's we're planning what we want for us. Mm -hmm. Do you think people... I don't know. Some people spend money for other people like, yeah. to show yeah. off and be like that. But it doesn't sound like OP is... Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think anything was directed. I don't think when they're planning their wedding, they're like using your wedding as like a, this, but plus three. Yeah, you know, it had nothing to do with you, and you're. It's like the main character syndrome, where like mm -hmm. everything has to do with me. It's like most things have nothing to do with you, Heather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just is kind of like, um, I I think it's like sad where it's. I, I think Heather probably only. Like, the wedding was, like, her big life event, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. she, like, doesn't have anything else, it seems like. Like, if her wedding was had already happened and she's still, like, guys, wasn't my wedding incredible? That was yeah. the best wedding I'd ever been to. You, it's like, you got to oh. move on. Nobody yeah. really cared. 
You know, she's one of those girls that like posts every, every like Valentine's Day, every anniversary, she's dishing out those wedding pics. Yeah. Yeah. Like those things are never going to get archived. But this isn't the end. Like the baby shower when, if they have kids. Yeah. If they choose to do Mm -hmm. that, the baby shower. We have to have the best baby shower that's ever been, and no one can top our baby shower. Yeah. You can't go above our baby shower's budget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, our, our anniversary party and our bap, the baptizing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't ever do better than us. And, oh, it, it's it's never ending with yeah. people like that. Yeah. yeah. They and convert to Catholicism just so they can have a baptism party. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they do every religion. <laughs> yeah. So they can have, like, a, a bat mitzvah and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jewish brisk yeah. days after. I mean, yeah. you just, it's never ending. And it's, it's nip it in the bud now and draw yeah. the boundaries. Yes. Show you're not a doormat. Mm-hmm. Do what you want for your day. Yeah. And let them, yeah. let them get flustered. Yeah. The parents trying to step in. I think the son is probably the golden child. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we just, we need to make sure we don't hurt his feelings. Let's make sure he's okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably that dynamic. It's like, this sibling, OP, deserves to get the good wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if she does lower her budget, that's such, that sets such a scary precedent for the future. Now mm-hmm. they're going to be like, we can always mm-hmm. yeah. tell her what to do. And that's not good. Yeah. She's a doormat. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever had a situation where like, it's abundantly clear that someone is mad that you're doing better than them? 100%. Really? Have yeah. they talked to you about it? Um, I, I have, <laughs> I have, there's one person my entire life that I've, I've cut out of my life. I'm not, I don't do that ever. Like mm-hmm. I've never cut anyone out of my life, but there's yeah. one person I cut out of my life because they were so, it was like any time I, it, whether it was like get into a relationship with someone that was so nice and great. Like if I was in a bad relationship, they like loved that. Like yeah. if I wasn't Aww. in a good one, if I was in a good relationship, they'd like just shit. They hadn't even met the person yet. It would be shit talking them, saying they're toxic for me. They're bad for me. It doesn't know yeah. anything about them. If I would do anything. I remember when I first went viral on TikTok, they were like, TikTok is so toxic. Like you need to get off TikTok right now. Like anything I did. Oh but then God. the second yeah. we were at a level playing field, they were so nice to me. And I like brought it up to them so many times. I was like, this really bothers me. And yeah, I was just like, ga- I was like, they would gaslight me and be like so mean. And I eventually was like, I can't speak to you anymore. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm actually not really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Save my life has been incredible since. <laughs> <laughs> There's people like that. Like I was friends with a girl that she always felt like we would get in these fights. And it was always around guys. Like she was a very typical pick me. Mm-hmm. Like any yeah. time we were around a group of guys, she'd talk about how much she loved getting her bin mucked. Yeah. Like it was like ass eaten yeah what is that i've never Been heard mucked? um like getting eaten out oh, oh okay it's like it's in the hockey world so i'm from minnesota oh. and like all the hockey guys are like oh i love mucking bin it's like ugh. even saying it out loud i'm like yeah kill I've me never kill me that. it sounds very british it's, <laughs> it does sound british yeah i want to muck your bin yeah yeah i could see that and so she would always bring like this stuff up and we went on spring break and she texted my boyfriend who I was flying from Florida to Canada to go stay with for the second half of spring break. While we were in Florida, she texted him and was like, Morgan cheated on you. What? Never happened. Like literally complete lie. And I literally flew to Canada and he didn't talk to me for five hours. I sat at the airport for five hours and I was like texting other friends that were there. I was like, Hey, um, I think my boyfriend died. Can you get me? I mean, I like I'm in Edmonton. Yeah. Like Alberta. Whoa. I had one other friend there. Like it was crazy. So he eventually told me that she had texted him that. But she would always say, like, I feel like you're competing with me. I feel like you're competing with me. Projecting. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not competing with you at all. Like yeah. we are very yeah. we're two very different people. And we ended up like it got even crazier where 
I flew out from Minnesota to Texas where she moved to with uh-huh. a friend of mine. And in order to keep my friend away from me all weekend so she could get close to her, she took my friend's phone and hid it <gasps> in a guy's Ooh, suit yeah. pocket yeah. at a house party they went to. What? And like literally left me at her house because I had a bad trip from Molly, so I needed to leave. Uh-huh. And I was at her house and I was like, hey, can I take your car to Walmart to go get a book? Yeah. No. She didn't have Wi-Fi, wouldn't let me take her car. I sat at her apartment all by myself while she kept my friend away from me, yeah. twiddling my thumbs. What it was the most unhinged thing. Yeah. I know and that was the last like time that. I talked to her. And I feel like people like that too. It's like they don't even care. They're like, I know everyone in this situation is mad at me, but I don't care because if I, as long as I get what I want, I don't care if everyone hates me as yeah. long as I get what I want. It's like so bizarre and it's, scary and sad. I feel bad for them. You do feel bad because it's like, why do you feel the need to act like this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, we, like, you just, you have to realize at a certain point, because, like, I loved her. It was sad. Like, yeah. I envisioned her being a bridesmaid. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of, like, a standard of, like, friends where it's, like, Same, we're yeah. so close. Like, yeah. I can see you standing by me on my wedding day. Yeah. And it was really tough to, like, realize, like, I don't deserve to be dealing with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to cut out friends. It's worse than breaking up a lot of times. Yeah. Am I the asshole for accusing my sister of lying about being a lesbian? My sister is always my sister was always a tomboy and she made it very clear very young that she was into girls. She didn't even have to come out and as she's been talking about her girl crushes since middle school. She has a really close best friend Ben who is always allowed to come over and even sleep at her house because our parents viewed him as just a friend. Meanwhile, I was never allowed to have boys over. Their relationship was always a bit suspicious to me because they were always very close physically, play wrestling with each other and such. She is 19 now, attending the same college as Ben, and they even lived together as roommates, in quotes. They were roommates. (laughs) She came home last weekend and announced that Ben and her are dating now. Our parents were really surprised, but they didn't say anything. I pulled her aside to ask what's up. I see two options. She's not into Ben, but suddenly decided to use him as a beard and go back into the closet or for some mysterious reason. Or two, she was always into him, and they've been secretly dating all this time, and she purposefully lied to her parents to be able to spend more time with Ben. She said this. She said that she didn't lie. She needed time to figure out her sexuality, and coming to terms with her bisexuality when everyone treated her like a lesbian since she was eight didn't make it easy for her. She also said that if I have a problem with our parents not letting me have boys over, I need to take it up with them, not her. Then she treated me like shit the whole rest of the weekend. I think asking her what's going on was an absolutely fair question, and her reaction is overboard. But on the other hand, I'm straight, and I have no clue what is, um, how it is to grow up openly lesbian slash closeted bi. Am I the asshole? So her sister said that she was a lesbian. Well. Like, explicitly? It seems like no, but I mean, I, it seems like yeah. her parents were like, she's a lesbian. It feels a little backwards. It feels like almost like she was put into a box, like from yeah. a very yes. young age, just from like being a tomboy and talking about girl crushes, which doesn't every little kid, like I have a five-year-old niece who like has a boyfriend and mm-hmm. um, all the girls have crushes on her too. Like it's little kids talking. So yeah, yeah. it is kind of weird that the parents almost seem to like put her in that box. Yeah. For her. Yeah, at no point did she say that her sister said that she was a lesbian. She was a tomboy. Um, her parents said that, like, she just was treated like a lesbian. Um, she never denied, like, she uh, they didn't include anything about Ben. And, like, maybe they did start off as friends. Yeah. That's fine. And, like, um, 
uh, I don't know. So like, but also she, honestly, if she even if she did identify as a lesbian, even if her whole childhood she was like, I'm gay and I'm super gay, and then she went to college and she like her and Ben randomly fell in love with each other. I'm like, yeah, that happens. That's none of the sisters' business. It really has like. I think sometimes, I know for me, like, I've been out as a lesbian for quite a while, like, since I was, I mean, pretty young, mm-hmm. 17 years old. And, like, two years into being out, there was, like, a guy at the restaurant I worked at who I randomly was like, wait, I, like, have a crush on this guy. I've, like, never had a crush since him and before him. <laughs> never yeah. had a crush on any guy. And I was like, what is happening? And I, like, really tried to be like, you know, I'm not going to, like, put myself in a box, mm-hmm. like, what if this is like who I meant to be with and it ended up, I ended up being like, wait, actually, this is gross. I'm, I think I'm a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, I know that they're kids, but I think this is my personal opinion. You should be um, more sure that you are a lesbian if you declare it. Because there is, it's um, because lesbians are so fetishized and there is that, you know, oh, I, just a certain man can turn you. So I think if you're going to say that you, she never did say she was a lesbian. Personally, if you're going to say you are a lesbian, I, I mean, you, people can still be figuring themselves out. However, there is a lot riding on using that term um, that could affect lesbians. But for this one, I feel like she was just prescribed lesbian. And I mean, I don't I mean, if you think you are genuinely think you are a lesbian and then, you know, you realize you're attracted to a man. I mean, I'm not going to be like, hey, now, excuse me. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think um, her sister is just way too into her business. The fact that she wore cargo pants, she's like gay. You know, and also the thing is, if, like her sister might be gay. Yeah. Her sister's like obsessed with gay culture. She's yeah. like, what are you wearing? Yeah. She's known since she was eight what a lesbian <laughs> looks like. But um, no, I also get like, it's so annoying that she got mad at her sister for that. The fact that Ben got to stay over and yeah. she could never have boys over. Like my sister was the golden child. But like, even when I was younger, I wasn't like, hey, you mom treats you well so you need to tell her to treat me well it's like i I knew that if i was gonna ever have the nads to demand that i'd have to go to my mom because my sister wouldn't be like mom can you stop locking sarah in the closet and i'd be like thank you from the closet but it's muffled thank you for sitting up for me no but um yes the basement story was written in by you yeah yeah. it's it's actually my (laughs) mother-in-law was locked in the closet for looking for a shirt aka asking for food at the dinner table no No. but um i think your the sister is the asshole in this situation yeah i agree it sounds like there's almost some like bi erasure happening too where it's like no 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 no. you're actually just straight now like yeah quit pretending to be a lesbian yeah and it's like i think you said it so well kendall we were like a lot of times we put people in these boxes too and it's like i don't know why there's such an obsession with other people's gender identity and sexuality Mm -hmm. how does it affect you if it doesn't fuck off yeah let people be happy like it is so hard to be happy so if any of those things that's unusual for you makes them happy let them fucking do it. Yeah. Like, people are so yeah. weird about that. And I do feel like I've always been like, well, I was pretty lucky because I was so cut and dry lesbian, besides that one guy that worked in my restaurant, <laughs> who I was like, what's happening? Yeah. But I've always, like, since I was a little girl, I knew I was gay. Yeah. And then I just got to, like, come out at 18 and always was gay. And I, I am, like, I think there's so many people where it's so much more complicated than that. But it seems like she also was, like, I'm bisexual. And her sister was like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, a lesbian because seems... I said when you were eight years old that you are. Mm-hmm. It's And it's so weird. I don't get like why it almost feels like they sexualized her as a kid like oh you're eight and you have girl crushes you're a lesbian yeah where it's almost like they like sexualized her and I've seen on TikToks where 
there's been moms that are like, I hope I get a gay son who's my bestie. And yeah. it's like, what the it's fuck crazy. are you yeah. doing? Like, why are you so weird? Just yeah. let your kid be a kid. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're not, that's not your partner. Like, just chill <laughs> so out. Weird to say that. Yeah. Your kid is not your husband. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Am I the asshole for saying I really enjoyed an adult-only resort to my brother? Okay, in front of my niece and nephew. I, 30 female, went on my honeymoon recently. My brother was really interested in the resort I went to, how I planned out my flights, the transfer to the resort and stuff, so I was telling him about it. We were sitting in his living room. My niece was playing with her toys, and my nephew was playing with his switch near us. I really liked the resort, so I was saying some pretty nice things about it, and then my brother says that he's been thinking of going on holiday to the Maldives as well, so we'd keep this resort in mind. This is where things went wrong. I went to an adult-only resort as if they don't accept guests younger than 18. Um, As in they don't accept guests younger than 18. I told him this. He gets really quiet, and I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, what did I say? My brother was upset that I'm the one of... My brother was upset that I'm one of those people that support banning children from public spaces. (laughs) I don't think a private resort qualifies as a public space. That's what they added which is apparently what I'm supporting by giving my money and going there. He said he expected it from other people, but not from me. This is because I've always jumped to babysit niece and nephew, and I love spending time with them. They have their moments, but they were, are, they were super sweet kids. But because I like kids, why would I go to a place like that being the gist of the problem? Why would I go to a place like that? Okay, whatever. Um, he also is pretty upset that I said it while niece and nephew were in the room, but I don't think they were even listening to us. Nephew was eight and he was playing with his switch and there's nothing that can distract him when he's playing his games. And niece is three, enough said. But my brother still hasn't spoken to me since that day. I normally see my niece and nephew minimum once a week, but he hasn't replied to my messages. When I asked if I could come over to see them, my mom says he's just being sensitive about it and if I ignore it, it'll blow over soon. I'm a little confused. <laughs> She just said she's going to an adult resort. She went to one and she enjoyed it. And then she said no people under 18. And he was like, whoa. How that dare you? My kids How couldn't go. You? I'm like, is there a part missing where she like slapped him in the face? Because that like makes no sense to me why she, yeah. he would be upset by that. He's jealous. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of people that I'm not saying they don't love being parents. But there's definitely, I mean, there's subreddits too where it's like resentful parents. Like I totally regret becoming a parent. Mm-hmm. and. I think he's totally projecting and is just jealous that he doesn't get that experience of like going to a resort and being kid free and having that intimate time. The Maldives with kids sounds like a nightmare. Go to Disneyland. Yeah. Your kids are eight and three. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do in the Maldives? Yeah. They're not going to go see Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Like get real. When I was younger, my uh, parents, you ever, okay, sorry. My parents, when they wanted to go on like another honeymoon, like after their, they got married, uh, we were like very young and um, they were going on a trip and I was like, can I come? And they were like, we're going to a place where they eat white people. And I was like, oh, what? and so me, my brother and my sister are like, oh, and so we were like, mom, dad, you're white. Why are you going? No, they're going to eat you. And so they were like, I'm sorry. Like we just, and I, so I know wow. now that they wouldn't ne- like they, they oh came back, God. but like the entire week <laughs> they, they obviously were gone. came back. Yeah, <laughs> the entire week they were gone. I was just like, 
scared shitless. Mom and dad are going to be eaten. And the thing is, is like, I understand if you want to just like tell your kids something so they'll stop asking. But it they do that. It, they just made us worry. There's so many other things you could have said. I know. Hey, mommy and daddy need some alone time. Yeah. It's just we're just, you know, quality yeah. time with just the two of us. We love you guys, but mm-hmm. we just need a week to just focus on us. Yeah. Or if you want to lie, just a normal lie. It's <laughs> a normal lie that is not We're going so to a work conference. Yes. Kids can't come. Yes. Or like they were both in the Navy. We're being deployed a week, you know? There's, yeah. They, they tried so hard. Like they worked harder at, at that lie than any of the other options they could have told you. Yeah, what did they come up with that together in bed? They were like, so what are we going to tell them? I have a couple ideas I'd like to run by you. My parents love lying to us to freak us out. <laughs> Man, that is so God. sad but so funny. Um, yeah, I think that one feels And that is my traumatic origin story. <laughs> oh, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. <sighs> like, Dad told me that Mom got deployed the first time uh, she volunteered because she didn't like us. Jesus Christ. I know. She just wanted the hazard pay because you get paid more when you're deployed. And so I spent the entire first deployment like, damn, mom doesn't. She had to get away from me for nine months. Good God, Sarah. It's okay. I'm so sorry. They just sound like they love inflicting pain. Oh, my God. Are they Satanists? Yeah, they do. This rain (laughs) is bringing me back. Um, One day I'm going to get a big baby Bjorn and strap you to my chest and I'll carry you around for a whole day. And I'm just going to grab all the fruit like off the shelves. And then you're gonna be like Sarah, and I'll be like, haha. No, but I'll say it's okay, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, and it's I'll, okay. You're a kid. It's okay. So quality, I'll buy you all the fruit. Quality yeah. kangaroo care. Yeah. Yeah. You ever uh, accidentally steal from a store, and then your parents make you hold a sign outside the store that says "I stole"? <laughs> no, but I did get. I did a lot of stealing I as was a kid. A, you. We talked about this on one of your YouTube videos. I was a really good shoplifter back in my yeah. day. Yeah. Ooh, I was bad. I was just really chaotic, and I, when I was four years old, three or four, maybe two, I was really young. I went, we was at a Macy's yeah, and I got lost and I was like so scared and oh, I was no. like, oh my God. And I went to an adult and I was like, a, a woman and I was like, I'm lost. And she took me to the Macy's uh, customer service, whatever. And they like fawned all over me. They sat me up on the counter. They gave me candy. They gave me a teddy bear because okay. they were like, she's so small and she's so scared. And I was like, wait, this is incredible. That and like my a good mom time. was like, then I came and picked you up and you like didn't want to leave and you're having so much fun. And after that, anytime we went to a store, I would sprint away from my mom and go up to a woman and be like, oh, I can't man. find my mom. And I would just get all this attention. Very toxic. So then she put me on a leash. leash. Was, oh, thank yeah. God. I was going to say, you should have been a leash kid. Yes, I was. She put me on a leash and it had a little pocket on the front. I don't know. It was some animal. And then I had a little on the monkey. Front. And yeah. I would put, I would shop with candy in it, in mm. the pocket. Mm. And she'd make me bring it back. That is so sweet. Yeah. This is really sweet. It is. It was really sweet. I was a nightmare. <laughs> I was a really hyperactive child. I was a terrorist. I'm the okay. karma I'm gonna get if I ever have kids. Oh my god. I was a heathen. Yeah. Were you a crazy kid? No, I was too afraid. Yeah. I hid all the time. I was too scared to walk around the house, so I'd hide in my closet and I'd sit crisscross Applesofts for hours listening to a CD on a CD player. Which CD? Um, it could be like Britney Spears or anything. Mm. Um, but I remember every house that we lived at, um, there would be a sweat imprint of a child sitting down crisscross <laughs> Applesofts in the oh. in the closet. And um, I, had, I, I don't know, to steady myself, to ground myself, there was also two handprints next to me sitting. But like every single house that we lived at in the closet, there was a sweat imprint of where I sat. And I'd fall asleep in there. No. Oh my this gosh. Is I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is 
This is like, this is worse than Harry Potter, like living under the stairs. No, the Dudleys were actually pretty kind. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no. Sometimes if we were bad, they would skip birthdays. I've heard about period. I've actually was, so I'm on a subreddit about the only subreddit I'm on. This is so crazy. Okay, what one? Just a lurker. Yeah. On the Eight Passengers subreddit, which is a family vlog channel. Oh. Just, and she loves to take away birthdays, Christmases uh-huh. for like bizarre, just like nothing. Like, oh, my five year old wouldn't do her chores. And it's like, what? And then they don't get Christmas. It's just psychotic. But a lot of people are talking about that. And a lot of adults are going back and being like, pretty much 100% of people whose parents took away their birthdays, they like don't speak to their parents. I was <laughs> yeah. literally just going to go say, these people are going to be the ones writing into Reddit years from now being like, my kids won't talk to me. Why? Yeah. What did I do? I was a good parent. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a really horrible story about skipping my brother's birthday. All right. So he was nine years old and he was riding the bus to school and he uh, poked a hole in the school bus with a pencil. Yeah. And my parents found out and they it was he was nine. How did they find out? The school uh, the bus oh, driver like okay. told. And so they um, skipped his 10th birthday. They kicked him out of the house for a week with no shoes and no food. Wait, where did he go? He slept on a playground for a week. He no. was nine. Yeah. Wait, that's crazy. And How did he CPS gave a, not show up at your house? Yeah, seriously. Oh, they, I don't know. But like we didn't know to like call 911. No. But, yeah, and then he, um, oh my God. they pretended like his 10th birthday never happened. Oh my, where's he now? He's a physical therapist who lived in an RV. Okay, good. He's, okay. He's successful. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yes. good. Okay, good. All right, let's move on to one more. Am I the asshole? Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if we want traumatic stories. It would be so crazy to be reading these and all of a sudden. trauma dump on everyone <laughs> today. Well, it's the latter half of the video, so it's fine. This is what every latter half of our episodes yeah. are. It's just, is. Well, uh, I mean, if we talk about family, like, it's not it even like you, you say something nice. And I, tr- if I have to, if I think of something nice to say about my mom or dad, it's going to be like very random yeah. and very minor. Yeah. Well, that's like every time I'm like, God, why do I talk about my dead dad on every episode? But it's like, well, someone will bring up their dad. I'm like, well, my dad, he's yeah. dead. And it's like, <laughs> why am I bringing that up? Um, it would be so crazy to be reading these and you realize that like your parents are writing these and they're like, am I the asshole for making my son sleep on, me yeah, <laughs> on a that's... playground for a week? And everyone's like, yes, you are. 100%. <laughs> when he was nine turning 10. All right. That is uh, oh deeply my... upsetting. Wait, do you want to skip this one because it's so long and just do the last Great. one? Am I the asshole for buying myself expensive clothes when my family struggles to make ends oh, meet? Oh, sorry, this post has been removed. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there oh, my go. gosh. Okay. Um, Let's see. Okay, great. I, 18 female, have recently started my first full-time job. I still live at home and pay $300 for nightly for rent. I pay for all my other necessities myself, my phone bill, hygiene products. My family has been very poor my whole life. As my mom, 44 female, is a single mom who is studying full-time, and looking after five children. I have a slight shopping addiction, as lots of girls my age do, and at least once a week, some sort of package slash food order is showing up at the doorstep. Today, a new pair of jeans around $150 arrived as I was in desperate need for a new pair, as I've outgrown my old ones, and my mom blew up at me. She called me selfish and sensitive and that she's ashamed I am her daughter, telling me that I should think about how it makes her feel when I buy excessive amounts of clothes when she can barely afford to heat the house in the wintertime. So am I the asshole for not offering to pay more rent and helping more with my family of six? Sorry. So am I the asshole for not offering to pay more rent and help with my family of six's bills? Or is she insane for asking me to stop spending my hard-earned money on things I want? So wait, so you said $300 nightly, which is not physically possible. Fortnightly. Oh. That's what I said. I guess that's probably monthly. Fortnight? 
Fortnightly. Wait. What year is that? What is it? I know. Old Fortnightly. Days. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> that means every two weeks. So she pays six hundred dollars a month for that's rent. That's a lot. I for mean, rent? Yeah. Oh my 18. gosh, that's a lot. And so, okay, so like, yeah. Fortnightly. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. If that's they a big live, that's if a big they word, live in a city, six hundred dollars <laughs> out of the rent is still pretty sizable. So, But if they live in the country and she's that's paying six... That's psychotic, yeah. That's like half the rent. Well, More than five, half, yeah. yeah. Like, how big is this place, oh, too? Because there's five other kids. Yeah. In, like, including her? Like, yeah. That's a lot. That's... Did it say the ages of the kids? Um, no. No. I also think it's like, she said she has a shopping addiction, and I am like, when I read what she's buying, I'm like, no, you don't. Who? <laughs> I, I think I used to think... Yeah. Uh, I struggle. I struggled with shopping, but I think also growing up not having a lot of money, shopping addiction is classified. Like you feel guilty after you buy anything, anything rather yourself. than like an actual shopping addiction. Where it's like you buying jeans because she said she grew, she didn't have any. Like that's not a shopping addiction, no. you know? Yeah, that's not. I think um, her mom is low income, so like she is less scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. and so spend yeah, spending any yeah. amount of money. I think her mom is just a dick. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I think her mom is like. No, hasn't been to therapy is what it, I don't know if her mom's like yeah. an, I, I think she's like I feel angry because I can't have these things exactly. and so I'm putting it on my daughter and she has like no ability or tools to work through that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's hard and finances are tough for so many people right now I mean we're in this weird recession pit and housing is just super unaffordable yeah. and there's a big crisis there so I get it the mom is really struggling and like maybe you know, six kids, some of them were unplanned. Like, six kids is a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. when you have a shit ton of money, like, kids are expensive. So it sounds like she's, the mom is, like, going back to school and trying to, like, be in a better position. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not your 18-year-old's responsibility yeah. to help foot the bill for your decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And so as sad as it is, like, scarcity mindset's probably a big thing. Emotional abuse and kind of, like, yeah. guilt. Like, mm-hmm you shouldn't be spending any money on yourself. Like, I've done so much for you. You should be helping me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should be paying more in rent to help your brothers. Like, mm-hmm. the best thing for our writer here is to go pay rent, $600, somewhere else with roommates. 100%. Remove yourself That's from the situation. That's what's about it is because I'm like, I feel like I hear some people will have their kids pay them rent, but it's like, uh, so much less than regular rent. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you're just paying regular rent, why are you living with your parents? Go just not live with your parents. Unless yeah. you like, yeah. love your parents and you want to live with your parents and that's awesome. But mm-hmm. like, um, or they have like a hot tub or something and you like want to live with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if not, then like, you just go get roommates if your parents are making you feel that way. Because it should be like, whatever they've decided upon, that is what, that's the knowledge the mom should have. It's like, okay, I said 300. So if she wants to up it to 400, that would be crazy. But like, mm-hmm. outside of that, she should be able to spend it on like, Botox if she wanted to like who cares because it's not her mom's business no yeah and like what I don't know she's 18 I mean I got my first job at 15 at Perkins it's like basically a Denny's or an IHOP and what kid with their own money doesn't go buy themselves shit like yeah and I do I regret it do I regret all 20 pairs of those rock revival and uh (laughs) me too jeans from the buckle yeah I do we like hashtag me too jeans weren't they called me too Limited two. No, that was the kid store. Oh, what, me miss me, miss oh. me, miss me, me too. Ah. Me too jeans. No, miss there me probably jeans. is a brand somewhere called Me Too Jeans. <laughs> oh god, that's so no, funny. Miss me, <laughs> sorry y'all. But do I regret those? Yeah, they were like a hundred and sixty dollars. But like, I was a kid. My mom yeah. wasn't making me pay rent, so like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to spend my money on. Yeah, but yeah. also like, 
you, I think I used to at like 18, 19, 20, I'd be like, I'm so bad at, with money. I'm so bad with money. And then I was like, oh, I've just like never learned how to be good. With, like, how would I know how to be good with money? Like, no one ever taught me no. how to be good with money. And I feel like I'm pretty good with money. And I'm like, because I've like educated myself. Mm -hmm. I just but don't I think, spend it anymore. Yeah. I'm like scared to spend it. Yeah. Because of trauma like this. Yeah. 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 yeah my... I, I, yeah, fun it. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear it. Come on. Okay, so my, <laughs> I, uh, my parents are growing up always told us that we were poor. Yeah. And then I like when I turned like when I went to college, I was like, wait, mom's a doctor in 06 in the Navy, which is like the second highest position you can be in in the Navy. Yeah. Um, and then my dad programs big computers. Um, I'm not gonna say what, but like, um, so <laughs> they always and they have yeah they're not famous they're massive <laughs> <laughs> they're dangerous um, can okay and so like they have like multiple income properties in which they rent out they pay for all cars in cash they did not pay for any of their college because they were both in the military and they did not pay for any of their children's college oh they have yeah, money. money and yeah. so but I so I realized this later on and then also my mom's been deployed five times and you get paid more when you've been deployed I'm not gonna there's so many like layers to it layers like, yeah, yeah um and so, like, my parents, they told us that they were poor, so I, and they were, like, broke, they couldn't afford things. And then when I got to, like, college, I was like, actually, there's no way in hell that these people were ever poor. So now <laughs> I have, I'm, I have the trauma of someone who was thought they were poor growing yeah. up. Scarcity mindset. But I was not actually poor. Yeah, well, you were, your parents were. I was, yeah, but I, like, they scared me shitless, and so I... I was poor, but like I still like have they the family was never in any trouble. So I was like, and now I have the trauma of someone else. Like yeah. that I that I can't eat today because I don't know if my parents can afford it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's also a different level of trauma because it, at least if you have parents who are like, we can't afford this. Sometimes that's not even uh, like if there were times that my parents were like, we're really tight on money. Yeah. They like meant it, so it wasn't really traumatizing because I was like, yeah, they love me and we're all yeah. in this together. Whereas yours is more layered, where it's like they had that and they rather me have a hard time than yeah. pay for stuff for me, that's that's even worse, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, wow, but, these were crazy. I actually am, like, obsessed with reading these. I'm like, yeah, I want to do this constantly. <laughs> it's a good so. time. It is a good time. <laughs> Thank you, for Morgan, for being on the podcast. We do have two special guests in the studio mm -hmm. that we'd personally like to introduce you to. I can't wait. And kind of just sit down and see how the interaction goes. So we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back with Morgan and our two special guests. Thanks for joining me for a therapy session today, guys. Thank you for having us. I really appreciate you coming in. It's not every day that I get to actually interview people from the Reddit stories I find. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you taking the time to Come in and talk to me about your posts today. You yeah, know, I mean, we appreciate it. We need some answers. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, let me read what you wrote in about initially so everyone can kind of get on the same page. And we'll see if you still stand by what you wrote. Mm -hmm. And we'll go from there. We'll see if you still stand by it. I am going to. Okay. <laughs> because I'm literally right. So. All right. You can never be wrong. <laughs> Only right. Yeah, we, uh, most of the time I am. Can't even turn left in her car because she's always right. Yeah, mm. well. Seriously, it's very inconvenient. Look at the hat. That yeah, <laughs> you're like a UPS driver. You can only take right turns. Exactly. It's for your safety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I And see. the hat is prescription. Okay. Mm, okay. That's so the title of your post was, Am I the asshole for buying lower grade steaks when my in-laws visit and serving my dad and mom Wagyu? 
Mm-hmm. My wife and I live far away from both our sets of parents. We visit them a couple of times a year, and they visit us about the same. My mom and dad love food. They will buy pounds of garlic and leave it in a rice maker for a month to make black garlic. They plan their vacations around amazing restaurants. Mm -hmm. My in-laws are lovely people, but boiling chicken drumsticks is fancy for them. And they refuse to eat steak that isn't well done. I discovered this the first time I went to their home for dinner. I wasn't even asked how I like my steak. Everyone got a well-done steak. It took me years to convince my wife to try a medium-rare steak. Now she loves them. I bought some beautiful prime rib steaks for them when they came over and when we moved in together. I made theirs medium well, and I died a little inside. Her dad took it back to the grill and destroyed them. So now I buy select-grade meat. I've been buying some excellent quality Wagyu for when my parents visit. Not every single time, maybe once a year. My wife says I'm being an asshole by not treating both families the same. I don't think I should waste money on great food for them when I know how they will treat it. Yeah. So obviously it's super disrespectful to treat our parents differently. But they are different. Uh, your parents wanted to have our wedding reception at Waffle House. Yeah, because that's a special place to them. In our family, we own two chains of Waffle Houses. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's not something to brag about. If anything, that's a badge of shame. No, okay, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true just because your parents love money hoarding and own a big corporation. Congratulations. My parents are small town folks who I think deserve to be I don't know, wined and dined sometimes. Mm -hmm. Part of the interview process of their Waffle House is seeing if the employees can fist fight at 3 a.m. Yeah, and you know how they know about that? Because they interviewed and didn't get hired. I'm sorry if I can't take a punch. Mm -hmm. But no, I feel like your parents, you know, they eat beans and curd and they're very British about what they like, you know, yeah. toast. It's just, I mean, I figured they're not going to want, like, a really nice steak. Well, you didn't ask them. Because they didn't need to. It was written across their face, their barbecue-laden mm. face. This is the actual core of the problem, I'll tell you. Okay, let's hear it. You want everything done your way, even if other people don't want it that way. So you would rather my parents have a really expensive steak, and you'd rather them eat it in a way that they don't like, so it's up to your standards. Why don't you just let them eat it really well done so they enjoy it? When you go to a Michelin star restaurant and you order the steak, you're not going to ask for ketchup on the side. You're going to take it how the chef gives it to you, especially if you're low class. You're not a chef. I basically am chef by proxy because I eat Wagyu. No, that's not true. You're you not a chef. You're a Twitch streamer. Mm -hmm. That's not a chef. Okay, but I do film chefs and line cooks for my Twitch stream. So I've observed enough in their natural environment to know what is good food and what is not. Okay. Mm. Is there any middle ground between you two? It sounds like we're having you know, quite the communication breakdown, do you think there is a solution where you would both feel good, where your parents might be getting wined and dined a little bit, yeah. but you're not sacrificing your morals on overcooking a steak? I just, I mean, maybe maybe we should eat in different rooms. How, like, Thanksgiving, there's an How adult... How that help? There's an adult table, and then there's a table for adults with a kid's palate, and I would set up, you know, sippy cups for your parents... 
Because and they, I would give them plastic forks and knives and a paper plate and a little bib because I know how they get a little bit messy and eat with their hands and not in a cool way. So does that sound like a happy middle ground? I would serve them the same food. Does that sound like a middle ground to you? You know, is there anything your parents like? Do they like drinks? Are they more of a drink person? They, they like love drinks. They love steak. Jello they shots. They love waffles. Yeah, they do like jello shots. You know why? Because jello shots are fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe. don't talk about being trashy while you're wearing that hat. So maybe this- you make them some jello shots. Yeah. Instead of the Kharkov or the Burnett's vodka, maybe we go with a Grey Goose to kind of even out on spending less on the steak. I can't waste my good Tito's on her parents because let me tell you, those people can drink. It is disgusting. You know what? This is just so rude. It's so upsetting because this is the the crux of the issue is that they make $3 million a year on Twitch. And all I'm asking is for you to spend some of your money on my parents who are hardworking Waffle House owners and you won't do it. And I'm telling you, it's the one thing that will make me happy and you won't do it. That really speaks volumes to me. But. This and you think because they don't have as much money, they should be sitting at a children's table? You know how offensive that is? I mean, if they can sit, sit at a Waffle House booth with knife punctures in it and eat there every morning, then, yeah, they can sit in some high chairs. My thing is, is that, like, they also own, they own these Waffle Houses. They can bring the waffles and they can bring the bacon. Mm. So why am I the person buying all the food for the people who literally own a lot of food? You know, and they own a griddle. What can't they bring that over when, you know, we're making steaks? Because you invite them over. You say, I'm going to make dinner for the family. Mm -hmm. What if I said that your parents needed to bring their griddle all the way from across the country to our house? Mm -hmm. And they had to use that. That's just like so much to ask. They both live far Mm -hmm. away. How is my family going to bring food on the plane from the Waffle House? It's going to smell up the whole plane. Mm Mm-hmm. Use their carry-on to bring a bunch of bacon. That doesn't even make any sense. If it's freeze-dried and it's not wet, you can bring food on a plane. It just takes a couple extra steps at TSA. And I know they're not the type of people to get pre-checked because I don't even think they can navigate the Internet. You know? You know what? Mm. If you Do you think this way about me? If you think this badly about my family, maybe we shouldn't even be together. Babe. You're being crazy right now. No, I'm not being crazy. Do you think I'm being crazy? You know, I think there's some big feelings at the root of this issue. Mm -hmm. See, you're emotional. No, you are so insensitive. No, I'm not. Do you feel like her family doesn't, you know, put in the energy you're putting in? Is that where this is all coming from? Do you feel a little neglected down there? Yeah, I do. Because my parents, you know how far they live from us, 20 minutes away. And every six months, they make the trek out to see us. But her family, who lives 3,000 miles away in England right now to take care of your sick grandma. Why are you doing quotes? They can only visit every couple months. It's like, I feel like they're not putting in the work. You see that they're the problem, right? I just need to, like, I, I need to make sure I think you guys are definitely I'm, on different pages right now. I feel right like now. it's We're on even. different pages. No, it, what it's are you, No, it isn't. Babe. My parents live 3,000. Why did you do quotes around my grandma saying she is dying? Okay, yeah, maybe, but she's maybe not. Maybe you could go see firsthand. Maybe you could help out with grandma. That might be a good yes. compromise. Mm-hmm. You're judging so much about them visiting. You've never visited London. But that's not fair. It's traumatizing to see your grandma sick when m- both of mine are really healthy. 
traumatizing because you're so worried they're gonna die yeah and it's just like what would she eat i know that you know she's doesn't have her teeth anymore and they i don't want to chew she up her food fluid. for her. she drinks fluid she drinks jello shots probably no she doesn't this is just so not fair why did I say that's not fair? You insinuated that my grandma who's sick takes jello shots. I've never insinuated that before. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the about, last babe. time she sends you a funny video. That's supposed to be a joke. Mm-hmm. That was a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 90. She took a jello shot. She sent a video to you. It was supposed to be funny. She doesn't do that all the time. I've never seen someone mainline jello before. I didn't even know it could go straight in the blood. And I knew you were going to just bring that up. Like, I knew when they sent that you were just gonna bring it up so where would you guys like to go from here i would like to break up i thought you were gonna say you'd like to go to waffle house i why i th- my parents own two chains of waffle house that's a normal living they live three thousand miles away in the only london owned waffle houses and it's so bizarre to me that you think all of us only only ever eat waffle house i live so far away from it mm-hmm I would like to stay together purely for the fact that I have a superiority complex and I need someone to make the bed in the morning. Okay, so Mm. then we're going to break up. No, no, no. See, the thing is, is you own the house, but squatters have a lot of rights in California. No, they not because you're not a squatter. I'm kicking you out of my house. I will be a squatter. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, we'll we'll work this out. Well, you know, we can have fun. An individual session as well. Yeah. So your yeah. final conclusion, who's the asshole in this situation? You know, I think, I don't know if there really is an asshole here. It sounds like mm-hmm. people just have different palettes. Mm-hmm. You might need to be more accommodating to her family as well. And you might not want to spend the money on the Wagyu, but it should be a little more balanced. So if your family likes expensive drinks, the Wagyu budget's going to go towards the drinks and you're going to save on the steaks that they like to burn. So... I think that just kind of balances it out. Yeah, we have different palettes. My family is Pantone, and yours is Crayola. I don't know what Pantone is. See, mm. my point exactly. None so of this will be you. an issue because I won't be seeing you after today. So All thank you so right. much. You can take your stuff out of the house. Mm-hmm. Thank you for mm-hmm. the, seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing your side as well. Yeah, yeah really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you, babe. What's for dinner? Okay, I love you too. Kraft mac and cheese. Mm. Well, at least it's brand name. Usually this one gets the off brand, you know? I'm done. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank <laughs> you for having me. That was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was. I'm like obsessed with these. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with Am I the Asshole now. I'm hey, like we'll so get sad. you on two hot takes. It'll um, be a good time. Oh my God, please. Um, thank you guys so much today for joining us on the BCC Club. Yes. To talk about Am I the Asshole. But speaking of two hot takes, where can people find it? On YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. two hot takes. And it's not, it's the number two spelled out, T-W-O. Yes. Hot Great. takes. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on. And make sure to like and subscribe to the BCC Club on YouTube. And also we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. And then after you're done with our episode or Morgan's episode, which you switch and then listen to both of us. <laughs> Yes. We actually need to head out because I hear uh, our two guests downstairs uh, screaming at each other. So Mm -hmm. we need to make sure to go figure that out. Thank you guys. guys so much. Bye.
Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.